Welcome to another episode of Crypto Riot, the show that takes the magic and mystery out of cryptocurrencies and amateur investing. I'm your host, David Hay, and in today's episode, I want to talk about how to identify potential pump and dumps. I was originally going to make this video about Ucash because it had just explosive growth and I saw a lot of chatter about it on social media. While the rest of the cryptocurrency markets have been flat, I think it's up 700 or 800% over the last few days. Uh, over the last 12 or 24 hours, it started to dip back down. I think it's trading at around 10 cents. But I basically wanted to walk through the entire process uh, of how I research a new cryptocurrency like this and then how I identify whether it's a good potential uh, coin to invest in or whether it's something where there's just too many red flags and I'm going to stay away for right now. And the next thing that we need to do is give away a ticket for the NAC3 Bitcoin and blockchain conference, which is happening on the 24th. So that's actually in 11 days. Congratulations to Sandeep Gonvin. He's posted here about wanting to further his education in the blockchain and cryptocurrencies. And he's uh, studying right now in Chicago, Illinois, but wants to take uh, that knowledge back to India so he can um, develop new technologies there. So congratulations, Sandeep. You have a ticket to NAC3. Uh, I look forward to meeting you there. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know what NAC3 is, it's a Bitcoin and blockchain conference. Uh, the next one's in New York on the 24th. So if you're like me, the only reason that you know anything about Ucash is that it just recently popped up on CoinMarketCap. And uh, it, at one point, I think was the world's 16th largest cryptocurrency. Right now, it's dropped back to the 26th largest cryptocurrency. Uh, it has a market cap of just over a billion dollars. But what is very suspicious with this is if you look down at the trading volume, you'll see that you have uh, less than a million dollars in trading volume over the last 24 hours. So that's normally a good sign that something, especially for a market cap that large, something isn't right. So if we look at the 27th largest cryptocurrency, for example, it has a trading volume in the last 24 hours of uh, $41 million. And if you look at the 25th largest cryptocurrency, which is Steam right now, um, you'll see that it has a volume of $30 million in the last 24 hours. So it's definitely very unusual that we have this cryptocurrency that's got this huge valuation uh, and it has this very, very small volume. Over to the markets um, and find out where it's being traded. Uh, again, this is another red flag. We're seeing that all of the volume is being done on a single exchange. So we've got low volume and we've got a single exchange. Now, some people might look at this and say that's an opportunity. There were a lot of people that were, for example, looking at cryptocurrencies before they would get listed on Binance or KuCoin. They would buy them, wait for the listing, and then the value would go up. My concern with Ucash is that when you get this billion dollar um, evaluation, you have to also remember that uh, Coinbase, which is the largest on-ramp for cryptocurrencies, has a $1.6 billion valuation. Robinhood, the application that uh, lets you do stock trading and is now uh, letting you also buy cryptocurrencies in a few states, that has a $1.3 billion valuation. So you're trying to understand, okay, what's Ucash going to do? Because, you know, I've only just started researching this. I'm thinking to myself, all right, maybe they have some incredible technology. Maybe there's something here uh, that's driving this value proposition. So the first thing that I normally do is I check out the white paper. Um, the white paper is a Word document here, uh, and we've scrolled through. Um, you know, it's not a terrible white paper. It talks about just very general topics. It talks about the visions for the ecosystems. But when it actually comes to deliverables, that's where I'm really uh, having a hard time 
understanding what it does. So ideally, uh, just to summarize the white paper, this is going to be a, a global network, and they call it peer-to-peer, -peer, but the way that they describe it, it makes it feel much like a bank or a money changer that you're gonna go and visit, um, and that you're basically going to be able to change um, fiat currencies to cryptocurrencies. So yeah, that's a, a very big concept. You know, That's a very important concept. But then they also go down and uh, talk about, for example, uh, pegs. So they're saying that we wanna provide stability in the cryptocurrency market. And if you're not familiar with a, a peg, in a financial system, it's where you tie the currency or you tie the value of something um, to something else. So I'm going to tie the value of this cryptocurrency to the US dollar. Now in Tether's case, that's not really a peg because what they're doing is they're supposedly taking a dollar, they're putting it in the bank and they're just giving you really a receipt um, for that dollar. Whereas with a peg, you're just trusting that the underlying asset is worth a dollar. So if you're going to talk about these systems and you're going to talk about solving these massive financial problems, you would think that somewhere in a 25 page white paper that you would have very specific ways of doing it. Um, and instead you just get a lot of very generic blockchain type white paper talk. Um, they talk about being KYC compliant. And I mean, a lot of people I've seen this are being, you know, we plan on being KYC compliant. Um, and then you say, well, okay, you know, everybody plans on that. That's not really a value um, proposition. So then I start to dig around a little deeper and I wanna find out more about what's going, uh, what's really going on. So I poke around their website and what's interesting is that I see this background image and at first it doesn't really mean anything to me but after I visit a few of their other social media sites, um, I see that being used everywhere and it's sort of just like a very small retail office. It really looks like a tiny like cash checking store that has a Bitcoin uh, logo on it but obviously that has a major significant role in this $1 billion uh, cryptocurrency. The text here, everything here, it just doesn't, I just don't understand. These are all very generic services. So for example, when I was reviewing a Misego um, and they were talking about payment solutions, um, they already had the company Amise, which was a huge payment gateway uh, provider in Southeast Asia. So that's one of the markets that actually have the solution provider there. They actually have experience in it. Um, and that was sort of an obvious conclusion, uh, like conclusion how this company could add value to the cryptocurrency world. But when we're starting to talk about Ucash, you know, it's an ERC-20 token. They're talking about um, developing their own blockchain, but of course the blockchain's not released. Again, maybe this would have been a good deal if you got in on the ground floor. Maybe this would have been a good deal before it 40X or 30X. Uh, it's really hard to tell, but you know, I have to look at this now at a, a billion dollar valuation. I know people get excited and they wanna try to chase the cryptocurrencies up. And then you, you, you then are thinking, well, is this really a good idea? So they talk a lot about an IBO, which I thought was very unusual as well. Um, an initial bounty offering is where they're actually getting people to do their work for them. So they're actually like, here, we'll give you some tokens if you translate our white paper. It's, I guess it's a way of getting the community involved with the uh, project. And so that may or may not be good, but it does sound like after reading the Reddit post, that a lot of the people that got these tokens were actually given these tokens for free or given these tokens in exchange uh, for actually doing something here. So it's more confusing then um, that they've given out all of these bounties and when you go to a social media site, um, the type of content that's out regarding this crypto is pretty loose. Um, and when it actually comes to technical details or what's actually good about it outside of the massive price increase, um, the details start getting pretty sparse. So another thing that started to arouse my suspicion here when I was on Reddit is a lot of people were complaining about customer support and a lot of people were talking about how they actually weren't able to withdraw their funds. 
So it's interesting because a lot of people now are starting to call uh, Ucash a scam and it's obviously hard. I'm not going to call them a scam because it's hard to figure that um, it's, it's too hard to figure that out. What happens if they would, what happens if they're just a company that's trying to launch, got a 40x valuation or 20x valuation, um, and they're just sort of the victims of somebody in a Telegram group trying to pump them up? Um, it's too early, like I said, with this brand new crypto to, to say. Um, it doesn't so much look like um, they're misleading anything, anybody. It just looks like they've promised to do a lot of stuff in their white paper that doesn't look very realistic. There's a lot of Reddit complaints about not actually getting their cryptocurrencies, not actually being able. But the thing that stuck out to me when I was reviewing the posts on Reddit were how many people were actually not able to get hold of their um, Ucash tokens. So I would have a strong suspicion then going back to Bitcoin market cap and seeing this very low trading volume and then going to Reddit and then seeing these complaints about users uh, that have got these tokens stuck and they can't actually you know, uh, use them. And then you're thinking, well, a lot of these people paid nothing for these tokens. It was a bounty program where they did some work for them. So the mindset that I have is there's a lot of people right now that would love to cash this token in. Um, if you've maybe converted a document um, and they paid you what they thought was going to be 50 or or $100 and now that's worth 10x or 100 you know, 20x, uh, I imagine there's going to be a lot of people wanting to sell. And so I think that's the general tone that is reflected on Reddit. Um, that sort of makes sense to me. So I would guess that this cryptocurrency is going to continue to fall uh, fairly fast. Uh, again, when we go to the number of transactions on ETH Explorer, uh, I think that there was actually less than 400 withdrawals total. So for a 21 billion uh, circulating supply with so many accounts to have less than uh, 400 withdrawals in the last 24 hours, and you can go through here, you don't have this huge transaction throughput. So here we are looking at the timestamps, for examples, and we're looking at a nine, you know, nine minutes before each transaction. We're looking at six transactions an hour. So a billion dollar cryptocurrency um, that's currently processing six transactions an hour. Doing more research, it looks like the founders actually started this cryptocurrency earlier. Um, and when we look through the pictures, um, it actually has the same photos. So now I'm comparing this picture that's on the homepage of the Ucash website to the Facebook page of the Secure Coin website, and they definitely, again, look very similar. And we're talking about a billion dollar operation here, and I think it's funny that we're looking at it, debating about a picture of a check cashing store. So that definitely looks to be related. Um, these people talked about how they've been doing it since 2014, which I think is really weird again, because if you've been doing this since 2014, um, you would think that there's gonna be all these service locations, you'd think that there's gonna be all this stuff, and yet when I go to the website, I tried to enter a Canadian zip code, an American zip code, um, the stuff just doesn't work. The Facebook website itself, or the Facebook page itself has 112 followers. Um, so it just, again, for me, this coin, there's just way too many red flags to invest in it. If I had to anticipate what the market was going to do, I would say that this is going to have a fairly heavy correction and it's gonna be fairly fast. Um, I imagine once they release more coins or once people get access to the, a lot of their coins, they're going to, uh, to want to sell um, and that'll just further drive the, uh, the price down. Guys, thanks again for watching. If you did spot any mistakes, let me know in the comments below. For those of you that are coming to New York, I'll see you in just 11 days. And for the rest of you out in internet land, adios. Oh,